Welcome to episode 229 of In Touch with iOS, the show that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. I'm your host, Dave Ginsburg, and my guest this week is Guy Searle. How you doing, Guy? I'm doing fine. We're not even talking about politics oh, or yeah. underpants. Pre-show. Yeah, but you no. got that like under under the radar before it was like five, four, three, two. Oh, and Jeff just didn't have time. He didn't. Oh, I had time. <laughs> he always has time. I, I just have more respect for Dave than Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> and that that voice well, is Mr. Jeff Gamet back on the show. How you doing, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing all right. And Chuck, if you're watching, I actually do have a lot. We of love you, Chuck. You. But it, <laughs> but it was too good of a joke to pass up. It was. It was. Uh, but there is um, a good amount of news I found this week to talk about, and uh, beta keeps going on and all kinds of fun stuff with that. I have an experience with the AirPods uh, Pro I'm going to talk about here in a bit and a few other surprises, but uh, why not? Let's just jump right into the news for this week. This story was just kind of setting for, for, for Jeff here because support for storing your app, your ID in your Apple wallet has finally expanded to another U.S. state iPhone and Apple Watch users in Colorado can now store their driver's license on an, or state ID in Apple Wallet application. The feature first announced uh, by Apple in 2021, ultimately delayed until 2022, but it's been gradually rolling out ever since. And uh, we've talked about this before, and well, it looks like, Jeff, you can put your state ID or your driver's license or any ID you want in the Apple Wallet. Apple, um, I- wallet. I am. I, I haven't had a chance to set it up yet, uh, but I, think so, I am but. so excited for this because. Uh, well, actually, d- did they announce it that it's that it's actually available now? Because yes. I thought that's what they said. Okay, mm-hmm. they did. the uh, The Colorado ID app, which is what we had used before, is one of the most horrible dumpster fires of an app <laughs> I've ever experienced. I mean, it is garbage. Um, so being able to put my ID into wallet instead would be great. The crappy thing is it doesn't matter because there's like, I think five jurisdictions in the state that will uh, acknowledge your digital ID. And for every, yeah. everywhere else you have to use uh, your physical ID. Um, but, you know, like, like if you're dealing with, with law enforcement, if you go into say like a liquor store, and uh, and show the digital ID. They're supposed to accept that. A lot of them have no idea what it is. Oh, so. they're no clue. But still, the fact that we can do it—that's one step closer to uh, to uh, Nerdvana. 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 Thank you. Uh, they're saying here the Colorado Department of Revenue had highlighted the benefits. Of course, you being able to use it at TSA checkpoints. Physically handing over your driver's license ID is the thing of the past. You can your information is presented digitally, and then they have to have an identity reader. So, like you just said, there's going to be places that don't have no clue how to deal with this, especially liquor stores. <laughs> so, um, it's slowly getting there. I guess one state because we, I think we have I don't know the exact number. I think it was probably like not probably a handful. Three other states. Is it three other states? Right yeah, now. I thought there was yeah. up to ten, but. Um, would you do this? Uh, no, Arizona, Arizona, and Maryland. Okay, so it's close. Okay, no. so Colorado's number three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So once uh, once Virginia has it, are you going to do it, uh, guy? Yeah, I will. Um, I'm. You know, the, the, it almost seems freeing to use a form of identification that other parts of the world have, will have no idea what to do with. 
it's kind of like, look, I went through the trouble to put it on my expensive phone. Okay. The least you could do is just accept my word that this is who I am and not a potentially Photoshopped image. Well, I mean, I can tell you by, I can tell you by traveling experience. I just traveled last week to to Las Vegas and, uh, the, um, they don't even need to scan your at the TSA checkpoint. They don't. They don't even need to scan your boarding pass anymore. All I do is they take a driver's license since I have real ID, real yeah. ID, and they just stick it into a machine, scan the barcode on my on my driver's license. Then he goes like this, and I have my mask on. He says, "Can you take your mask down." I'm like, "Okay, yeah, I did that. All right, all right, that's you. See you later." That's it. They didn't have to scan. The only time you have to scan the boarding pass is when you actually get on the plane. Um, so they but changed you still that have too. To show the boarding pass, right? No. But you have to not show it? not not at the checkpoint. Not no. checkpoint because they already have a, they already have me in the system knowing I've already got a boarding pass. Oh, okay, okay. So good. There's a computer there's that the, knows even more about us. Yeah, well, there's there's an extra. It's a one less step you have to deal. And this is also, yeah. of course, TSA pre. So I am not paranoid. Why are you all against me? <laughs> right. So well, it'll be interesting to see how how much longer it takes to expand to other states in the in the United States, but. Uh, at least, Jeff, once you get it, you'll have to share, share your experience. Let us know. Yeah. Florida will be last. Uh, good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I'm trying to find my um, my account password for Colorado so I can log back into the app because it, it randomly just stops well, working. Of course. Of course. I was going to see if I could, uh, if I have to be in the app to get it to do its thing. Yep. We'll find out how it goes. Yeah, uh, and it's I'm saying that Arizona, I think uh, Arizona has it. Connecticut, Georgia, Iowa, Kentucky, Oklahoma, and Utah are okay, the other so, ones that was like part of the initial. So there's there's almost 10, 10 states. Um, next story. three have it. Yeah. Okay. Only three. Go. All right. Well, uh, uh, Jeff will get back to us uh, once he gets it set up. Let us know. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Microsoft Maybe. Microsoft is now rolling out iCloud Photos integration with Windows 11 for users. Uh, Microsoft last month announced that it was working with Apple to bring the Apple TV and Apple Music app to the Windows PCs. Uh, more, th- more than that, the company teased the integration of the native Photos app on Windows 11 with iCloud Photos. Now this integration is finally being rolled out to Windows users. Uh, this was uh, according to the Verge uh, update to the Photos app in Windows 11 with iCloud Photos integration now available. You now can get everything up and running, and you must update the app through the Microsoft Store and then install iCloud for Windows. After that, just get your Apple ID, sync with iCloud apps, and I'm, 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 you know what? As much as I'm not a huge Windows fan, as I, I but I have to support it. <laughs> uh, that uh, I'm glad to see this. I'm glad to see the fact that uh, that. Apple just continues to expand upon the horizons of outside of their 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 box and not have to be a Mac and not have to be a, you know an Apple device in order to, to work with their services. So, what do you think? I I think this is a I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I use um, I actually use iCloud on Windows uh, when I'm yeah, I've used it. Yeah, mm-hmm. because you know you don't have I, mean, I I can't bring a computer into the building with me, even though I have an iPad. Yeah. So yeah, you know, it's like, Oh, but that's a laptop. It's like, no, 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 no. So I, I can't bring in a laptop, but I can have an iPad and a phone. It's like, okay, got it. Um, but the fact that <laughs> iCloud works with, uh, windows and it goes, I mean, it's not just windows 11, it's also windows 10 and, and 
going back a little bit farther, not necessarily with photos, but with some of the other services that Apple provides with iCloud. The fact that photos now works for it, that's yeah, that's that's a good thing. You know, I mean, there's no downside there. I can't think of anything. Nope. Unless, of course, it duplicates all the photos, which I hope it does not do. I would hope not, but you know, I've heard worse things. Yeah. Wait, what do you think, Jeff? You know, you're not much of a Windows user, but you know, I think this is, uh, I think this is a good thing. Yeah. Well, it makes sense to do this because Apple knows there's a lot of Windows users that have iPhones. Yeah. And this just keeps those Windows users um, a little bit closer in the yeah. Apple ecosystem. So yeah. I think I think Apple knew a long time ago, into back in two thousand one, when they had the iPod and it was a FireWire connector, and you couldn't plug it into a Windows machine, and you couldn't use any software to download those songs onto it. That uh, hackers got to it quickly, and then they come to realize, you know what? We I think we have to support Windows. It's it's important. Yeah. Uh, uh, next story here. How to recycle most any type of electronics at Apple, Best Buy, and Staples. Uh, this is an article on 9to5Mac here. Uh, and um, Curious where you can recycle old devices for, uh, for free. Uh, they have a whole grid here of, uh, looking through here of what you can do and uh, what can be recycled in the store. Uh, notably, uh, and uh, I will I'll give this, I just talked to Chuck Joyner earlier tonight as, uh, as we record this, and he, he confirms this, that he went to Staples of, all, of the three stores here. And this article actually shows all the tech uh, that they'll take in for recycling, you know, including all the adapters and cables and you know, camcorders and laptops and screens. And, and he said he went to the store and um, went up to him and says, hey, you, know, you, you guys can recycle. What does it cost and what do you have to do? Matt, just go back there to the bin. Just dump it in the bin you're out, you're, and you're out, out the door. Yep. So apparently Staples has really opened this up because I know when you go to a Best Buy, they would they would scrutinize what you'd bring and, and then they would charge yeah, you for it. They would charge you. Yep. I yeah. bought a, um, I think it was like a busted iMac or a TV set or something. And yeah, it was like 25 bucks just for me to drop it off at the store. So yeah. if Staples and some of the other stores are going to do that for free and accept it and follow through with recycling it and not just put it in a great big bin for, you know, someone to come and just throw in landfill someplace, I'm all for that. And I will, I will, because I don't really go to Best Buy much anymore, but I will go to an office supply store and yeah. if staples is doing this then yeah i'll i'll pick staples over somebody else just for this alone no i i'm i'm pretty stoked about this actually and i could you know chuck said he dropped off like a, he has a bunch of laptop a really old laptops he dropped off and a, and a, t, a screen tv screen and, and monitors and then they take it all for free and they'll actually give you a five dollar credit for any de- device that you recycle and even two dollars for if you recycle an ink or toner cartridge so and thank god they take <laughs> soda stream co2 cylinders yeah. It was like keeping me up at night. I thought it was. Yeah. You could tell I'm so tired. Yeah. The, yeah. The rings under your eye. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing though, Jeff, you don't think, you think? Uh, yeah, this is great. Um, the, the Best Buy that's near me, they have these, these big recycle bins mm-hmm. at the front of the store, but they have openings that are like different it's sizes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so here's, if it's here's your cell phone. <laughs> yeah. If it's a, yeah. If it's an electronic device small enough to go through that opening, um, uh, th- they don't care. Just 
put it in and you walk away. Um, uh, and um, what that meant is that for basically everything else, we had to drive to the hard to recycle yeah. facility in Boulder and, uh, and pay to, uh, to recycle stuff there. Which you know, I didn't mind because hey, at least it wasn't going in a landfill. Right. Um, but still, the Staples is a lot closer, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and why not my, just go there? My local town does it, but you have to do it on a Wednesday from ten a.m. to noon <laughs> to to drop it off at the at the public works. So and I've done that before. We I've dropped off old tube TVs. They took it all and then didn't charge for it. But eh, I got to take some time off just to go take care of that so but mm-hmm. this is good stuff definitely glad that they're they're, they're being very reasonable with uh, uh with their cycle so this story we always are talking about this uh, apple raises trade-in values for some iphone models but lowers offers for others uh they have adjusted the trading values from from many of the older iphones uh, this week as we record and uh, they dived into some of the important numbers here uh, that uh, that there happened in this article has all the uh, notable items. You know, it looks like the 10R, which I have, is a cam, and I'm still going to continue to work use this as a as a webcam because it's awesome. Down to um, it, it's up to 150 dollars. They had dropped it to 140. It was it was 200 dollars about uh, you know a couple months ago. But as you have to expect, numbers are going to start going down. So, uh, but uh, the 13 Pro Max went down from 720 to 650. So you're going to have to start. You're going to start seeing that's the the numbers are going to start dropping um, when it comes to mm-hmm. trading values. You know what? It's so much easier just to do this. I mean, I remember always like doing Craigslist and, and eBay and trying to, you know, uh, uh, some of those other services, those trading programs. Uh, Gazelle was the other one I used to use. And um, yeah. it's just more, my time is more more valuable than me worrying about the few extra bucks I'm going to get doing it that way versus just trading it with Apple and just being done with it. What do you think, Jeff? Uh, you know, as long as you can get a good value, right? Then great. Um, I I've had bad luck with uh, the values that Apple has offered me on uh, trade-ins. You know, and this is stuff that's in really good condition. Yeah. So ultimately, I have I have never used their trade-in program, and uh, instead, I just uh, take my old stuff and. Give it to family members. Oh, there you and go. Now they have something newer than they had. That makes sense. You you trade you have you trade you traded and stuff before, guy, haven't you? The Apple Apple. I sometimes I have. Usually I either you know pass it down to my kids or right, right. or my wife or I just use it until it's not really worth anything anymore. Like I'm still on an iPhone 13 and. If there's not a compelling reason to go to a 15 when that comes out next year, I'll stick with the 13 because it's an awesome phone. And so if I use a phone that costs me, what, $1,100 or so for three years, I've pretty much yeah. gotten my money's worth out you of sure it. sure have. Especially, mm-hmm. especially your wife always holding on to those old SEs. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. She's still using it. <laughs> oh. if, if she's happy. Yeah, That's yeah. what matters. Absolutely. Happy life or happy wife, happy life. That is true. Uh, 
Next story, Apple releases new AirPods Pro 2 firmware as users complain about audio drifting issues. And I will uh, definitely tell you that that's uh, doing the podcast every week using these AirPods Pro 2. I would be hearing uh, echo chambers and drifting and cutting it out and all this stuff. But they did roll out this new version of the firmware uh, this week as we record, uh, bringing Apple's latest uh, uh, Pro version to 5.1.58. And the build number five five B fifty eight, um, so the update does come as I as I said. Are people complaining about the uh, audio syncing and drifting issues? Um, and it just was one of the most bizarre things. I mean, I've had the, the previous gen AirPods and uh, never had really that much of a problem with it. Um, and it's always interesting to, to see how how do you update them, and you don't, you can't uh, because uh, it just just happens. Uh, so yesterday, I, I once I saw this, I said, okay, let me connect to my iPhone, and because you, you have to be connected to an iPhone or an iPad for that matter uh, to uh, to sync the, the the firmware. And um, if it uh, it just you look at it and well, geez, it's the old version. Um, so then I just let it go, and it, it must have hit synced at that point. Once I left, I, I I had them in my ears and just was listening to some stuff for a while. And, um, then I checked today and then, yeah, they're, they're great. And so nah, it's been, a, it's been lovely. I'm not dealing with the, <laughs> all that stuff anymore. So, uh, uh, guy, you still have the old AirPods, right? You still, you still, you still, yeah, you, Air, uh, AirPod Pro ones, the first and, gen, right? um, first gen and they're fine. But, uh, anytime I've heard that kind of stuff, I figured it was just a counter counter effect from the seventies, but yeah, you know, I just uh, I just carried on with it. It was like this isn't any different than that Led Zeppelin concert I went to. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> any thoughts on this, Jeff? Uh, I think it is a little bit different from the Led Zeppelin it concert, is. but that's only because your feet Are aren't you sure? sticking to the to the uh, uh, arena floor. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. It's why why won't Apple give us the ability to crazy. Uh, to do you know, to force the software update to happen. It doesn't make sense. But don't you have to do kind of the same thing with the watch where you have to sync it with the, with the phone to get these updates? No, the phone actually goes out and actually downloads the software once it's, it's and then it'll download it to a point where it's on the phone ready to go. And then you can, you, cause you have you to have, have it to, a, you have to have it plugged it, yeah. into a power source uh, while you're upgrading it, updating it. So, um, so yeah, they've, and, but you, but you do have the ability to go into the, to the right. watch app on the phone and, and say, Check for updates. Right. Here's an update. Tap install and then let it do its okay. thing. Yep. Yep, definitely. And I'll be talking about my AirPods Pro to experience here in just a minute here uh, when I traveled this past week. Uh, so uh, the uh, the uh, speaking of AirPods Pro, they're actually going to be talking about, they are talking about that it may be harder to find them for the holidays this year. 2022 because Apple loses one of its suppliers over possible production. It's going to possibly cause some production issues. Uh, so Christmas time, you want to buy these, uh, buy these for gifts. Uh, that's going to be hard to do because, uh, I guess a reliability supply chain analyst, uh, Ming Ching code highlights a note notice from AirPods supplier, uh, that there's a major overseas client with instructions to suspend assembly production for a smart acoustic product. Um, so, Beware that that's potentially if you're looking to to get these uh, for Christmas, it's possible there might be some supply issues. What do you what do you guys think? I honestly, why would you have your supplier 
stop making a popular product just before the holiday season so that you can make AirPod Pro 2s. That's the stupidest thing yeah. I've ever heard. I think this is just more along the lines of they can't they can't make them fast enough because they're having probably issues at the factory. But to to actually cut production on something like AirPods, which is a, a pure money maker oh, absolutely. for Apple, to for a, a a new product that won't be out until probably March or April of next year, I think that's nonsense. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Any thoughts, Jeff? Yeah. Why do people idolize Ming Chi Ko and his <laughs> predictions? Uh, he, yeah. I mean, yes, he gets some things right. Um, and and he gets some things sort of ish right. Like yeah. like you'll have a nugget of truth in there, but then his interpretation is wrong. And then there's other times where he's just flat out wrong. But the 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 uh, the Apple News sites love this guy yeah, and report do. everything he says is gospel. And guy, you're right. Th- this whole idea that that Apple is stopping production on on a moneymaker at the time of year when they're going to make a lot of money on this thing is absolutely crazy. That is not happening. Yeah, yeah that's nuts. If if there's issues getting a hold of product, it's the same reason there's issues getting a hold of every other product and yeah, it's parts of the supply chain issues. Yeah. Yeah. Supply chain, right. Uh next story here. This uh, Apple does confirm that the emergency SOS via satellite is launching on the iPhone later this month. It was supposed to be in November as we record this. Uh, they confirmed in a press release that the emergency SOS via satellite for iPhone 14 models will be launched in the US and Canada later this month. They still haven't specified a specific date or iOS version required for the feature. I would go under the assumption iOS 16.2 at the very least. Mm, yeah, uh, yeah. And, you know, as as we know, Apple announced that there was a, they invested $450 million in its advanced manufacturing fund towards the development of this critical infrastructure for the emergency SOS via satellite. Um, and uh, there's a support document about this as well as the press release and uh it's uh, it, no, it's good to hear. I know this is uh, something that we've been waiting for for a long for a while here, and want to be able to try it out and see how how it, you know. I hope I hope they're going to you, allow you at least test it before you go out into the wilderness and use it. I think there was there was talk of that. Um, what do you think, Kai? Yeah, I think somewhere there's a guy stuck in the mountains going, "It's not working." Yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, this. And to to say that that you're going to be able to test, there's a difference between testing satellite coverage from the middle of a city or or even you know on the outskirts of a national park as compared to being in the middle of that park in the middle of nowhere and yeah. hoping against hope that there's enough satellite coverage for it to pick up your phone even after it all begins. So I think that the best thing that people can do, don't get yourself into a situation where you could die if you oh. can't connect to a satellite with your phone. This is true. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy New Year. What do Happy you think, Jeff? What do you think, Jeff? Um, uh, being able to test ahead of time is great. Hope so. The, uh, the, uh, the problem that I see um, riffing off what, what you said, Guy, about what happens when you get to where you're really going to be way up in the middle of nowhere 
You know, as as long as there's a satellite above the horizon, you're fine. The problem is when you're like in many places here in Colorado, where you can have mountains that that are sticking up so high that your horizon is basically you just looking straight up. Um, or you're down in a in a tight canyon or something where your horizon is now like this wide. Yeah. And that that's where you have problems. The bigger problem that I see is that Apple still has poor battery life on Apple Watch. And uh, and saying, yeah, but you know, with the, with the new Ultra, that battery life's better. Doesn't matter. I can't go two days in the backcountry with an Apple Watch. It's a Apple Watch, even Ultra is still a day hike, day trip watch. And uh, and until I can put on an Apple Watch and go into the backcountry and use it completely, like just normally, for at least three days, it is not a backcountry tool for me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so so even still, if I'm going into the mountains and I'm doing an overnight trip, I just leave my Apple Watch at home. Yeah, and I would point. do the same with an Ultra, which makes the Ultra actually have no value for me right now. Right, right. Well, All you have to do is, is carry like a, a big solar panel <laughs> to plug in a USB cable that has a little tiny, tiny little thing on it that you can connect your Apple Watch to. That's all you got to do, Jeff. What's the big deal? <laughs> you know, you're right. I just need to get over it. <laughs> oh, you guys. Uh, oh, so let's be interesting to see once once that gets rolled out. We'll, we'll report it here. Um Next story, another firmware upgrade happened uh, this week is for the AirTags. They released it uh, as, uh, as we record today. Um, there's a new firmware update for the AirTags, uh, and it's going to be updated to, to a new build, 2A24E. This is a firmware upgrade from uh, uh, that's upping, updating since last April. Uh, they, of course, they don't give us any notes on when they're going to be updated, yeah. and the same deal as, as it does with the AirPods. Bro, you know I have no idea when they're updated. So, but, but I mean... What else can we say about this other than we'll wait and I guess we'll find out do they still work, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's not, it. That, that much to say about that one. Um, this one actually, got, there's super good, I, I'm kind of happy to hear about uh, the, uh, uh, we'll be talking about iOS 16.1.1 that just got released and of course we're in beta 16.2. Apple is fighting error drop spam with a new iPhone setting to launch widely next year. Um, normally when you uh, do air, air, the airdrop, you can, you can turn it, you can set it to receiving off context only, and then you have everyone. Um, but now they're going to add a 10 minute limit. So you can do everyone for 10 minutes. Um, so then, so, cause you know what, what happens is everybody turns on everyone. They forget they turned it on and, <laughs> and it's open forever. Your phone is filled with crap. You're starting to get crap. Um, so, they, it is unclear when this setting is going to be available and when in, in, in each country. I know that that they were. I, I think they were testing it. They they want to test it in China, uh, but uh, it's something I think is 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 smart. And yeah, this is kind of a pol- pol- political thing here because especially with other countries um, uh, in, in China specifically, uh, that they replaced that everyone op- option to everyone for ten minutes. So that's kind of what motivated this. Uh, decision and i think it's a smart idea to have it everywhere i mean it's 
why why should it be survived for you know uh why should it be set that way because you know people forget like i said what do you think jeff um yeah i think it's great and the people forget part absolutely true yeah. uh with one of the versions of ios and airdrop it for me it was really flaky with uh contacts only mm-hmm. and and I would be trying to airdrop with someone where we both knew for certain we were in each other's contacts and it wouldn't work. Uh, and right. finally I gave up and I, and I just set the, set it to everyone yeah. and left it. And that's where it's been for me for what years now. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and having it where it can be everyone for 10 minutes would be better. I mean, I haven't had a problem with airdrop spam, but yeah, I haven't either. Still, everyone for ten minutes seems a lot better. Yep. What do you think? What do you think, guy? Um, I have I've never used it. Uh, oh, okay. My, my wife is on an older phone, and ah. I, I have enough trouble just keeping her her phone up and running, much less trying to figure out how to uh, to airdrop her stuff. Um, I think that. The you know the reasons behind limiting limiting it is kind of flaky, especially since it's kind of kowtowing to to China over something like this. But I get why you wouldn't want to have that on all the time. So, you know, for people that use AirDrop, I, I'm sure it's not going to be that big of a deal. If you basically tell someone, I need to AirDrop you someone, you go into your settings, you turn it on, and then you get your stuff. Right. As long as it, as long as it works reliably. That, that's the only part that really matters. Yeah, I use it all the time. I send stuff to my wife. She sends stuff to me. And it works really well. So, um, but, but, but I'd rather be scared. Uh, and uh, two more stories here real quick here. We got uh, one of the stories. um is about uh, st- uh, some streaming news. Uh, women's athletes are now going to have their own sports network. Um, the Women's Sports Network, which is an ad-supported streaming service, is going to be available through uh, Amazon Freevee, uh, Tubi, and Fubo TV, as well as on smart TVs. Um, these, this, uh, 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 this, the women's sports in general have become relatively popular within the last few years, specifically. Uh, the WNBA for basketball for the women's league, because um, uh, in 2021 Chicago, uh, uh, the, the Chicago Sky won, and that's a big market and got a lot of interest in, in women's basketball. And then and this year, Las Vegas Aces had won in 2022, so it's going to be a lot easier to be able to watch a lot of these women's network, women's sports, and focusing on female athletes. So you've got the you know, ladies' golf, you have. Uh, and basketball, and you have um, a lot of other sports that are going to be, be available. So this is this is a, a great thing to, to kind of expand sports. You know, and guy, you being a big sports fan, uh, yeah. that I think this is uh, something that's really good. And uh, I, 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 I'd be watching. I was watching when you know, Chicago won, and uh, you know, I think this well, is great. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking at a list of some of the partnerships that they have. I didn't even know there was a, a woman's football alliance. So uh, f- football would be soccer. Well, there's already there's already I thought there already was a uh, a women's soccer league. Yeah, there is, and then they had the World Cup for women too. Yeah. So is this something? Is this a, a new alliance or a new new? I'm not sports? sure. I'm not sure. I just okay. know it's going to be a network that's for streaming. 
Uh, so, which is nice. You'd be on your iPhone, your iPad, be able to watch this 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 stuff and and be another another way of watching sports. And it'll be free because it'll be part of because uh, it's ad supported. Um, well, that's um, the way. All, honestly, for live sports, that's the way it should be. You yeah. know. All right. Here's and here's an example of how screwed up it can sometimes be. The NFL has their what NFL Plus thing going yeah. on. Right. It's useless. It's completely useless. I, I got it because I thought it was going to allow me to watch Miami Dolphin games live. Nope. No, you cannot. I can listen to them on my phone. Right. I can listen to them on my iPad and watch replays afterwards. But for 30 bucks, it's giving me nothing. And yeah, I, I won't sign up for it again. And if the NFL or any of these any of these sports leagues continue to price people out from watching their games for free through ad supported networks, then I'm just going to have to stop watching. You know, you have other leagues that are coming up now. The XFL and the USFL are coming up next right. year. I'll I'll just start watching those instead. Yeah, yeah, and the NFL can go jump in the lake, especially. The Washington Commanders and Dan Schneider. <laughs> All right, let's not get down to that rat hole. I know. I'm sorry. I That's just... okay. <laughs> uh, Jeff, I know. I know you're not a big sports fan, but I think this is just another another way of of, of uh, appealing people to streaming services in general. And 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 the fact of the matter is, mm-hmm. you got you have another another piece of a sports um, fan that that that's out there that, that to appeal to people with streaming. Yeah, I, I agree, and you're right. I'm I'm not uh, uh, a spectator sports fan. I mean, for me, baseball games or social events that you go to and hang out with people and have something to eat and have a yeah. beer or two, and there's this other thing that's going on uh, out in front of you at the same time. You know, so if you need to take a lull, or have a lull in the conversation, you can just look this way, and you know, there's people out there to kind of entertain you. Yeah, go sports uh, ball. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but th- what what I see with this is that it's it's creating accessibility to women's sports that we didn't have before, and that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so uh, let's uh, let's move on out of the news here for this week. We talked a lot quite about about topics. Um, uh, as I mentioned uh, earlier, I Apple did release. Uh, iOS 16.1.1 and iPadOS 16.1.1 with bug fixes. Um, there were some minor bug fix updates that come in two weeks after iOS 16.1 that was released. Uh, that was an update that added support for iCloud shared photo library, uh, live activities, and more. Uh, you can do, you can get the download uh, when uh, through software updates and should automatically push. But I think it's definitely important that since it's a, it's a dot one release that there is a bug fix. You should you should install this as soon as possible. Uh, there have been some widespread issues with Wi-Fi uh, with Wi-Fi bugs, whether you be uh, uh, random disconnects and not staying connected, uh, which I thought was kind of uh, that's a tough bug here to deal with here uh, and. Uh, and it's definitely something uh, that you should uh, you should update right away. Um, you guys, have any thoughts on that? Uh, more more than the bug fixes, which of course are important. Yeah. Uh, these updates have some significant security patches. Security patches too, right? That's to me. That's the reason to jump on these right away. Get those right. security patches, and then bonus. There's a couple other bug fixes. 
Right. Yeah. It's almost always a security patch when you have a dot one increase on, on, on the iOS. Um, so uh, any thoughts on that uh, guy? No, just get your updates. Yeah. Just do them and get it done. Uh, and then uh, going into beta this week, the Apple did see the second betas of 16.2 um, for, for both iPad and iOS. And um, they, they are going to be doing the free form and external monitor support on the iPad. And, uh, and you're going to kind of think that the, we just talked about the emergency SOS calls that 16.2 is going to be something that's needed. Um, they, they did add some uh, enhancements here. Uh, uh, Dynamic Island for, for those who have the four, I, uh, the 14 uh, pro and pro max that uh, they've added a little useful enhancement in this. Uh, whereas uh, it's going to show st- uh, two, uh, two, uh, only two status icon batteries and, and the ethernet or the Wi-Fi, excuse me, uh, single bars and an act, as activated in dynamic island contact. It's very wide. So it, it kind of shows it off. So it's much easier to be able to view that in, um, dynamic island. So they did, they did add that. Uh, and, uh, the, uh, other features that they've added is uh, also includes, uh, uh, the medications has been enhanced for the medications feature. So you can keep track of your medications, some new uh, accessibility features. Um, you got the live activities uh, in there. Of course, that's going to be in there. You're going to, you're going to be able to uh, set it for allowing it or not allowing it in the, under app, the Apple TV app. And as well as uh, more frequent updates, if you so choose. Um, so they've, they've got some other enhancements there with that. And, uh, they are planning a bit of a layout change uh, in iOS 16.2 as well. Um, kind of expected to, to, to lay it out a little differently. Uh, a little, uh, streamline iPhone experience. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, again, this is beta, so they're still being tested. Uh, anything you've tested on your iPad at all, uh, uh, Jeff, this, this time around? Um, I've played with Freeform a little bit. Oh, good. And, uh, and, and it's cool. The problem I have is... Uh, um, I have no one to collaborate with, so you know I I can't see how that's working. Oh, we should try that out because I have my beta iPad. We maybe we should. Uh, oh check yeah, it out. we should try that out. It's I mean I what I've been using it for uh, just in the testing is sort of like just a free form whiteboard sort of thing where I'm just drawing or or I'm I'm creating something that's that's more ephemeral I, uh, transient i know it's going to go away yeah. very soon uh i'm you know i'm not doing permanent stuff with it but i think if uh if i play with a little more and have someone else that i'm collaborating with i can see where i could uh really get into using freeform yeah you have to check it out anything you want to add with the beta on the on this uh guy uh not so much with the phone uh, i'm Looking forward to seeing what they do with um, oh darn it the uh, the new UI that they use with the iPad off to the side. What the heck is that called? Oh, uh, stage manager. Stage, stage manager. manager. Thank you. I don't even know why I couldn't think of that. Yeah, um, because it it it's very flaky. It's it yeah. doesn't seem to work. Not a huge fan right now. Apps. And it doesn't even seem to work the same way with apps that it seemed to work with before. 
Um, and so I'm I'm looking to see a little more consistency, not just from Apple, but from app developers to sure. uh, implement it in such a way that it's going to be like if I turn if I go to the trouble of turning Stage Manager on, I want it to work for as long as I have it on. Right. And if I if I am using it, I don't want to suddenly see all of my apps go full screen. I, I you know, I, I want a consistent experience, and I, right, I'm just right. not seeing that right now with the iPad. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and it is frustrating. There are times on my iPad where I'm command tabbing between applications, yeah. and it's very jarring. Where where I have something full screen, but then the next thing I jump to isn't, and. Uh, and what I've changed to doing with uh, with Stage Manager is turn it on when I know I'm going to use it for a specific thing, yep. and then I turn it back off, which to me kind of defeats the purpose of having Stage Manager. Do you know what I would like to see them do? And I, I just thought about this, and if, if you don't mind, I'll tell you what it is. No, having multiple apps on screen at the same time, but being able to use being able to like blow them up to the size that you want and then shrink them back down and take another one and then blow that one up with some kind of touch gesture. Uh, the, the problem with it, of course, is what kind of touch gesture can you use that applications aren't already using to do the same thing, especially graphics apps, which, you know, if you do something like that, it's going right. to do something relatively unexpected. Um I like how Apple is attempting to have multi-application support on the iPad. They just need to figure out a way to do it on a smaller screen that isn't going to take up so much real estate that you can't see anything else that's going on. Yeah, oh, I agree. I agree. A um, couple other things with uh, with Beta uh, TVOS 16.2 is out. Um, they did uh, add a new Siri voice recognition feature, which will allow the Apple TV to recognize each person in the household by voice and swapping to the appropriate profile, which I think is kind of cool. So you have multiple family members and, and they can you know keep their content separate. Um, so they've uh, made that easier, which is uh, it's a cool thing. Then uh, Watch OS 9.2 was also released, and generally there isn't too much going on uh, which watch updates. They really haven't said much when it comes to that. Um, they are introducing a, su a support for a new home app architecture that will allow to be added to, uh, which is going to be added to iOS 16.2 and Mac uh, OS Ventura, but really no other specific features in the watch. Um, so that we'll just wait. We'll wait for that to happen here. So. Uh, moving on, next topic here. I wanted to talk a little bit about the AirPods Pro. In my experience, uh, what happened uh, when I traveled last uh, last weekend, as I record here, I had to, had, had, to, uh, had some fun here. I visited to Las Vegas this past weekend, uh, hanging out nice. with some friends. And uh, I was looking forward to using my AirPods Pro because I'm always so used to bringing my, uh, my, my Bose QC35 headphones, which are big and bulky and... Uh, and I always had my AirPods with me and I would put them in. And of course you put, even though you have the, um, uh, you had the noise canceling to turned on, but it, it wouldn't really cancel out all the air noise from the airplane when, you know, when you're flying. So, um, so I was like, all right, here we go. I'm, I'm ready to go here. Let's go, let's put this on. I'm going to put that, the planes uh, taking off. And I start, you know, cause I had some videos all downloaded, ready to watch and, uh, watching some shows and the, sure enough, I put them in and poof, I don't hear a thing. It, it, it works. Mm. 
perfectly. So it, it, nice. it, it was, it was a complete uh, noise reduction, noise cancellation. I heard what I was listening to. I did not hear any outside noise. You know, whenever the, uh, the flight attendant would go by, I'd have to pause and, and, and switch it to transparency mode so I could hear. And, um, I'm very impressed with these and, and didn't get to have you know, this a little late to the game as they released these, but I, I'm very impressed with these uh, AirPods Pro second gen that uh, they do indeed work very well, as they said, you know, just like they did the demo during the, uh, during the demo where they're doing the jackhammer and all the noise on the outside. It, it, it's true. And air, airplane noise is very, you know, very, very hard to, to block out. And, mm-hmm. um, and I'm very impressed. Yeah, it with doesn't these. work with my with my first gens. It's not a great experience. Yeah, no, I'm 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 very very impressed with these uh, when when uh, when it comes to flying. So something to consider. I mean, those especially those of you who are have the older AirPods and not the AirPods Pro. Um, that uh, I think it's something uh, uh, to take a look at here. So um, uh, definitely something to look at. Uh, anything else you guys want to add on that? I'm going to have to start looking to see if I can find some good uh, deals on AirPod Pro 2 maybe. Yeah. I'm going down to Florida next month, so yeah, on a plane. I've seen 10 ten dollar off sometimes and some yeah. some good, good deals. Uh, okay, let's go ahead and, and, and move on and we'll talk a little bit about um, um, Apple Watch and the optimized charging that's available um, in the Apple Watch. Now, Apple Watches that are watching that are that are actually running Watch OS nine um, can learn about the the charging habits by allowing us to slow battery aging. You know, similarly, that's a feature found in the iPhone called optimized battery charging. Um, and you know, as we all know, battery health is always a big concern with everybody. It's it's not something that uh, you always are hearing people complain about the battery life. Battery life, you know, I've got to hit you with it. Just always drains and. Um, uh, but uh, what they've done is they've they've added the optimized battery charging in the uh, the Apple Watch as well in OS nine, um, Watch OS nine. Um, so all you have to do is you go into the the Watch app and you go to the optimized charging limit, and, and this is also in the Apple Watch Ultra, uh, and it it does uh, it does a good job of keeping it drained because I did find I found right away of a draining problem when I did forgot to put the Apple Watch and I traveled into airplane airplane mode, and sure enough the battery is down to eight yeah. percent in a matter of about uh, in a matter of about fifteen minutes because of course tr- trying to connect but you know of course I got an outlet right in my seat since I'm flying economy plus and <laughs> plugged in the the charger with the with the Apple Watch charger uh, and uh, it's 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 something to to be aware of uh, when it comes to that uh, so check check that out in in the settings uh, there there is Apple the the optimized charging um, and Jeff you got the newer watch uh, have you had any battery problems with yours I have not. Um, and and I do have the optimized charging turned on. And actually, what made my battery experience really nice with this watch mm-hmm. was turning off always-on display. Okay, so you I did turn it off. Was, yeah, I, I know it's one of the things that that uh, is supposed to be really great about newer Apple Watches. But I found that it was uh, too significant of a hit on my battery life. So turn that off, optimize charging on, and uh, I'm having a, a really good experience. Yeah, and that, that's in the settings. So, um, 
Any battery issues with your Apple Watch, uh, Sky? Uh, no, it lasts a day and then it dies. So, hold <laughs> so, so, so you're not doing any overnight camping with your Apple Watch. I am not. I am not. Good. Same. Um, couple other tips I wanted to talk about here. Um, the hows and whys of of the uh, the of the control center and you, you guys, I'm sure you both love the control center. I, I really like it both on the iPhone and the iPad. And I love the fact of being able to customize it the way you want. Um, the, uh, uh, the fact of, of being able to have a lot of these settings right at your fingertips at, and, and sometimes you forget. You, you, so of course on the iPad at the top, right, you just drag down and that's how you bring in the control center. Um, and there's all kinds of great things in there that you can actually, uh, go in there and, and, and customize the way you get to that is if you go into the settings app and then you go under control center, uh, you've got, uh, you've got all of the different, uh, control settings in there on the iPad. Um, so you can access within the apps, uh, or you can do also turning on show home controls. And I'm sure that's something you like to do, Jeff, especially on the iPhone, right? Um, yes, I, I have the home controls showing. So um, real easy to get to on both the iPhone and the iPad. Um, and, uh, so in the included controls that they have in here, they've got, you can, you've got silence mode. So you got, it's very much easy, very easy to get to the control center and go into silent mode. Uh, the notes app, the flashlight, the screen recording, which is great being able to record your screen, uh, the camera on the iPad. And of course there's stage manager for those of you who have, uh, the, the newer iPads, you know, having the M one, and then you have the, the, the 2018 model, uh, uh, a series iPads, you'll have that available. Right um, under the wire. You're right under the wire. Yeah, you just missed right it. Right under the wire. Today. So, um, in reliability engineering. Hey there, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even ask Siri that. Uh, so, um, but there's some other things in here as well. Um, the Apple TV remote is is really an awesome thing to have and be able to get to, uh, to that mm-hmm. on your iPad. And this translates over to the iPhone as well. So you definitely get some. You definitely get some good uh, good options here the accessibility shortcuts uh the you know you got to have the the i I love having the uh, the magnifier on the iphone especially uh, but you could do it on the ipad as well uh and um the dark mode switching some people like to go in dark mode and then go back into light mode and have a quick way of switching back and forth um you've got that option uh, uh, the music recognition, which are also known as Shazam, that's also available. Um, I don't know if people use it as much with the iPad as they do with the iPhone, because uh, it's because uh, it's uh, you know it's pretty big and you're not be holding up here. Yeah, you know, well, look, there let me really see how much use the iPad yeah. as the camera. So yeah, well that's why I see you get people like this um, as yeah. I'm showing. <laughs> oh, let me take a picture. Uh, uh, you know, I I do actually not the camera part. Um, mm-hmm. Unless I really have to come up with clever ways to get photographs, uh, you know, like uh, at my desk, but I do use stuff like Shazam mm-hmm. on the iPad because it's the device that's right in front of me. That's true. So, yeah. So, so some of the things that that we look at as uh, as iPad features that that we can get it through Control Center or whatever, and think really why. Um, Sometimes it's because that's just the device that's right in front of you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, what do you guys do as far as customizing your controls, Jeff? You do do you the ones I just described, and both your iPhone and your iPad, for that matter. Um, um, you know, m- most of my customization for control centers on my iPhone because that tends to be the device that's with me all the time, and um, 
And I have some scenes for mm. HomeKit okay. that I have in there. And the reason I set them up in there is because, uh, no secret, uh, the HomePod and Siri in my life, very dysfunctional relationship. Yes, it is. And uh, and I can, I can stand in my living room and give my HomePod the same uh, uh, HomeKit command five times in a row. And it will acknowledge that it's received a command and then not do it. So most of those. Sounds I have, like my kids. It's, it's <laughs> like having a kid. It's yes. Yeah. Um, but I don't have to pay for college. So anyhow, stuff like that just goes into a control center so that uh, yeah. when I say it the first time, it doesn't work. I say it the second time, it doesn't work. Swipe on control center, tap the button and it works. Absolutely. Absolutely. Guy, anything you do with the control center that's any different? Uh, kind of like with Jeff, uh, most of my customization is on the phone. Uh, the, the things yeah, we, that I use most often, uh, the flashlight app, which is you know, so basic. Everybody uses that one. <laughs> yes. Everybody uses that one. The magnifying glass. I love uh, the magnifying. TV app. And uh, something that I, I didn't think I would use that much uh, is uh, alarms. So yeah. timers oh, yeah. and, and all the rest of that. I use that uh. all the time. Um, Cause I do, I do a lot of the cooking here at the house and there'll be times when I'll set everything up to do whatever it is that I want to do in the kitchen. And it's like, okay, I've got 10 to 15 minutes where there is nothing for me to do. So I'll just set a quick timer on my phone and uh, go and do something else until it buzzes or beeps or whatever it's going to do to let me know that my time is up and I should go and prevent the kitchen from being burned down. So yeah, that's, that's like most of the stuff that I do. And the, the thing that I think is, is great is that Apple has taken a concept that they've had for a very, very long time, which yeah. is widgets and yep. have turned it around to where at least for now, you know, I don't want to say, well, it's cool, but it's very, very useful in a way that widgets on the Mac really never was. And the, the problem with widgets on the Mac is that if you're going to use an application, why do you want to go into another environment to use it? With the phone or your iPad, you'll want to go into uh, a, a different set of circumstances. Like if you're doing something on your phone and it's like, oh, crap, I've got to do this other thing. Well, you, if you've got it set up in your control center as a widget, you swipe down on the right and you can do that thing swipe back up and then you're good to go and you're back in the app that you started with. Mm -hmm. And that's what these widgets and little mini applications that we have in iOS and iPad OS mm -hmm. are really, really useful for. Yeah. No, absolutely. I agree. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Didn't mean where's that soapbox. I gotta no, no, I, that, 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 I'm glad you, you brought that up. Um, the other, um, I always, always add all the time in this for in the accessibility that they allow very easily to add is the text size. Sometimes you want to be able yeah. to just to tap that, and, and that's awesome. I mean, I have it set at 120% now, but I can, you know, some the default's 100%. If you want to make it really small, you could, but then, yeah. then you, go, you go up to 135%. And, and it's a slide, it's a slide bar, which really makes it super easy to uh, to change that. And then you about putting yeah. that. Yeah. Well, they, they need to make an app called Mr. Magoo, and that's that's <laughs> <laughs> oh my goo, you've done it again. You've done it again. Uh, but you can you do know, it on all apps or home screen only. So you can change you that's what that's another flexibility that has for text size, so which is really awesome. Go ahead, Jeff. 
Um, I, I'm thinking this uh, uh, Mr. Magoo idea. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm seeing is a Kickstarter for this, yeah. and it's actually a piece of hardware. So you get so it's an iPhone case that uh, that has this flip panel, you know, that comes around mm-hmm. and, and is right here, and then you have a Fresnel lens, basically. That's in front of your screen, you know, sticking up. Yeah. So it uh, it it magoos your iPhone for you, <laughs> and when you don't need it anymore, you just flip it around, and now it's yeah. on the back of the phone, out of the way. This is going to be a great Kickstarter, guy. We're going to get rich. Got to get so, rich. So much money. We just have to pay off the Jim Backus family, and we are yeah. golden. Be good. Um, For people who don't know, he was the one that voiced Mr. McGee. Yeah, I hope people know. Well, maybe not. You, you, you yeah. young kids out there. He was, a, he was also Thurston Howell on Gilligan's Island. How about if the if the app name is M G E W Goo? Goo. Yeah, that it's, that's using the, the spelling. Um, one last tip I want to talk real quick about is uh, how to how to be able to allow and prevent um, explicit content uh, and ratings in iOS 16 and iPadOS. Um, for those of you who are looking to, to get some restrictions to that, and not necessarily we would do that because I don't know if we need to re- limit our our accessibility to adult and and restricted sites, but um, this is a nice feature to have. This is under the screen time feature that's in the iOS 16, um, and uh, the way you, you do that is you go into the screen time settings. Uh, and under settings, under screen time, and you can tap um, content and privacy restrictions and then tap uh, content restrictions. Uh, and then you have web content of unrestricted, limited adult sites or allow websites. Um, so you may want to do that, especially those of you who have kids, young kids, and um, and uh, you uh, want to uh, restrict when if they grab your phone and then you have that turned on and... <laughs> <laughs> they might go to someplace you don't know and don't uh, hit P. Don't, don't hit P. <laughs> yeah. So don't hit that. So, uh, but yeah. you can go to restrictions oh. on not only, uh, not only uh, websites, you can do music, podcasts, news, and fitness. Uh, you know, so you really can do some really, uh, they've really done a great job in this screen time and restrictions of this, um, for, for those who need this, you know, it can, cause you know, you, you know, kids are grabbing the adults, iPhones all the time sure. <laughs> want to look at something and it isn't a bad idea to have this set and this is good stuff. So guys, any other thoughts on that? You know, it's good that that's there. Um, I, you know, now that I think about it, I bet there are some adults that, uh, that have issues where that they, they know that, seeing uh, explicit content is a problem for them for yep. whatever reason and having a way to, to block that out for themselves. Good. Yeah. yeah absolutely. So yeah. No, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. So, all right. I think we've uh, talked about lots of great stuff this week. Thank you guys for, for some great uh, conversation on everything uh, this week. So let's uh, go ahead and, and wrap happy it. birthday, Dave. Oh yes, thank you. I, I completely forgot to mention that. Yes, I, I happen to be recording this on my birthday, so thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, so you're 34, you're 35. Cake. Yeah, and and I didn't get any cake from Jeff just yet. But, uh, uh, 
guy, I can't believe you would uh, you would <laughs> slam Dave like that saying you're 34, 35. We were I'm both sorry. well aware yes. that this is the first year he can legally buy alcohol. That's right. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Thank you. I appreciate that, guys. Let's go ahead and wrap things up for this week. Uh, that's a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, which is feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can, wa- you can follow us on Twitter at in touch with ios support the show by buying me a coffee at in touch slash coffee we'd really appreciate it you also can become a patron of the show by uh, going to patreon.com slash in touch with ios we have two tiers available to support the show we would really appreciate it make sure you like share and subscribe when you're notified uh, when we are live streaming which is usually on thursday nights at 8 p.m eastern 5 p.m pacific and on our youtube channel which is youtube.com slash in touch with ios we can also go watch the, the live show as well as past shows. Uh, visit In Touch with iOS magazine on Flipboard, where many of the topics we discuss are flipped into that magazine. The link is in our show notes. You can subscribe to the show by, in your favorite podcatcher, including Mimir, Pocket Casts, Overcast, and many others. But better yet, go to our website at InTouchWithIOS.com, where all the links to all the ways to listen to us are there. I am Dave Ginsberg, and you can find me on Twitter at AG65 for now. And uh, Guy, Cyril, thank you so much for being here. As oh, always, we always love always having you here. To be here. Yep. Always love having you. Go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you. Oh, you can find me on the MyMac.com podcast that I've been doing for uh, a long, long time. Forever. Much longer than I want to admit. <laughs> and uh, I do that with Gazmaz almost each and every week over at MyMac.com. You can sometimes, I haven't done one lately, Catch me driving my car to work live streamed on Facebook because I can. And that's Guy's Daily Drive. You can also contact me over the Twitters over with Mac Parrot or VertShark. VertShark.com is the website that you can go to to see all the odds and vids. And of course, the VertShark channel over on YouTube for all of the vids. Thanks, Guy. And uh, Thank you. Jeff Gamut, as always, a I'm always ha- happy to have you here on the show. What, where can people find you? Well, always happy to be here and happy birthday again. Thank you so much. Um, um, I, I'm Jay Gamut on most all the social medias. So, you know, Twitter, as long as it's here, Instagram, YouTube, <laughs> mastodon.social. That's, uh, I'm Jay Gamut there. Um, and, uh, yeah, so Tuesdays most uh, most of the time on Mac Voices Live with with you, and yes. um, then uh, Thursdays early in the day on the Big Show. And Dave, you made a, a surprise guest I appearance did. today. I did. That was go, so cool. Go watch. Yeah. Um, then here most Thursday evenings. And then on uh, Fridays, the Mac show, and then also the context machine because Grant Chaffin and I have teamed up again. Great. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening. We hope you'd enjoyed the show because we enjoyed doing it. And we'll talk again soon.